Amen. Proverbs chapter number 3. Proverbs chapter number 3, if you would, make your way there. And we're going to look at a couple of verses this morning, but before we do, I want to tell you a little bit of a story real quick, and as you make your way there, uh, we'll find ourselves in the first couple of verses. Proverbs chapter number 3. There was a football coach who was trying to get his team to understand the importance of of the effort that they were putting forth. And they were going to be going up against a team that was a little bit more well-equipped than them and had better equipment and had better facilities and they worked harder and all of these many things. And the, the football coach was trying to get them to understand the importance of the, the effort and the, the, the strategy that they had at hand. And he was trying to talk to them about uh, making sure that they were doing all that they could and As he was talking to them, he closed with a statement that I want you to focus on this morning because we're going to look at a couple of verses. And that statement that he made, it wasn't uh, such a dynamic statement in my mind necessarily. It's just a couple of words that he uttered that I kind of caught and I said, man, that's good. And he was talking to his team. He says, are you willing to sprint when the destination is unknown? And as he began to talk about that, and as I I thought about that statement, are you willing to sprint when the destination is unknown? In our Sunday school hour, we talked about that a little bit. The destination is always unknown in the Christian life oftentimes. You're pressing on for the glory of the Lord, and you're pressing on because He's called you to do so. But there are many different days that are ahead that we don't have a clue what the destination is until we reach our final destination, which is glory. As you think about the many weeks ahead and the many months ahead and the seasons of life, there are many times in our lives where we are sprinting, or we ought to be for the Lord, but we don't have a clue necessarily where He's leading. You're praying and you're seeking the Lord's direction and you're asking God to do something, but as He tells you just to move forward, you don't exactly know where He's taking you. There have been many times in my own life when that has happened. When I've been praying and saying, Lord, I want you to lead and direct and guide, and as you think about a flashlight being held into someone's hand and you've got a long, dark hallway, you can only see so far as that flashlight will allow. And sometimes that's the way the Christian life is. This past week, we had the opportunity of taking our juniors to junior camp, and I want you to notice the first couple of verses in chapter number 3 of the book of Proverbs. The Bible says, My son, forget not my law. But let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write up them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Verse number 5 and 6 are familiar verses. We'll find ourselves there here in a few moments. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. This past week, as we were headed off, we were preparing all week for junior camp, and as we finally left on Monday afternoon to go to junior camp, I had been praying, God, I want you to do something special. Lord, speak to these young people, and Lord, allow them the opportunity to listen to the preaching and hear the preaching and respond to the preaching. And one of the truths is, many times in all of our lives, you want young people and you want, in general, certain decisions to be made by maybe an individual in the church. Some of you are praying for your family members and you're asking God to to deal with them and to speak to them in such a way that you're, you're almost wanting it to happen and almost you bring it up so many times that you almost want to force it to happen. We know that's not how God works. 
And one of the things that continued to run through my mind as we were driving to camp is that I was just going to pray and ask God to do something specific. And I was praying, Lord, do something specific. Lord, meet with these young people. Lord, help them to hear the preaching and respond to the preaching. I didn't say a word to them. We walk into the services and... I would be in the back, and, 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 and me and Miss Kelly sat in the back behind them, and Brother Dustin and Miss Jessica would sit in the front of them, and Miss Holly was stuck right in the middle to control them all. And so that's how our, how our strategy was, and it worked pretty well. And so we were just, you know, there, and I, I didn't necessarily bring up anything. I let them hear the preaching and respond to the preaching. When they were ready to respond and act upon it, I wanted them to do that. But I didn't know when that was going to take place. I didn't know how the Lord was going to work and all of those many things. And so as I was laying in bed one night, as I was just, I'm thankful for um, uh, Bibles on your phone because our, our, our cabin counselor, he was a stifler. He, wasn't, he wouldn't let us have the lights on or anything. And so you, had to, you were in the dark and so we had that light. And so I had that Bible app open. I was reading. And I had already been meditating on these verses, but notice one more time, verse number 5, because this is exactly what we had to do all week long. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not under thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I was praying all week, Lord, maybe I should do this. Should we we talk to the the young people about this, or should we do this? No, just trust in me. Let me work. Hey, don't, don't try to bring something up right now. Just, hey, I've got it all worked out. I've got it all figured out. There was about 150 junior campers that were there, and our young people were listening intently every single one of the services and paying attention and taking notes, and I was proud of them for that. And Wednesday came, and the invitation was given. The preacher had been preaching on Achan and sin in the camp, and he was talking about Joshua, and he began to talk about Joshua being a leader and taking a stand and being used of God. And of that 150 campers that were there, three of our young men stood and said, I want to be a leader. I want to be a Joshua. I want to surrender my life to the Lord. And I'll tell you what, that thrilled my soul. Afterwards, we were meeting, and one of the things we tried to do each night was we tried to meet as a group after the the last story was given. And the first night we met, and we told them we were just going to pray and let them know this is what we'd be doing each night. And so we prayed together, and they went off on their own. The second night they had come and as they were at the camp and after that story we met together for a few moments and this night what we did is we talked about our favorite thing. So some of them said, you know, the the ball pit was their favorite. Some of them said putt-putt. Some of them said a certain game that was played. The third night came. Wednesday night had come and we said, okay, does anyone want to share a testimony? And I was thinking, surely, you know, these are juniors. They're not necessarily, uh, you know the most outgoing and the, the response of talking and sharing those types of things. But sure enough, they went around sharing things. The girls began to talk about how the Lord had worked in their heart on, on being used for the Lord and how they learned certain things in the BBT, BBB, BBT training. A couple of the boys raised their hand and just talked about how the Lord spoke to them about surrendering their life to the Lord. and It was just encouraging. All week long, as I kept reminiscing on all those many days and the things that was going on and and thinking back on everything, my mind kept going back to this right here. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. You know, some of you sent young people. And you were praying, God, I want you to do something. Lord, speak to these young people. 
And the Lord may have been dealing with you and reminding you as you saw all of those many pictures coming across your feed and you're seeing that your children were interacting and listening and sitting in church services and they're hearing the preacher preach the word of God and you're praying, God, do something. Well, I'm here to report to you tonight that God did something. God worked in these young people's hearts and their lives. And as you think about a couple of these things, I want you to notice these first six verses and I want to draw your attention to a couple of key statements as we think about not only God working in our young people's lives, but God also working in our own lives. You see, some of you are wondering, Lord, what are you going to do? And you're trying to maybe manipulate what God could do. And you're trying to manipulate where God would send you or what God would have you do in serving in this ministry or whatever the case might be. And God is saying, hey, stop for just a moment and just trust me. I've got it all taken care of. I've got it all worked out. I've got it all figured out. You just have to walk with me. Notice what the Bible says in verse number one, because this is no doubt a feeling that many of you have if not all of us who have children. Notice those first four words, my son, forget not. You ever talk to your children before and you were trying to explain certain things to them and you're, you're praying that they would not forget the things that you are teaching them? I wonder how many times our Heavenly Father is trying to get our attention He's saying, I want you to remember this, forget not what I'm about to share with you. You know, I've opened the Word of God and I've gone to different passages of Scripture multiple times and every single time that I open it, God shows me something new. He draws my attention maybe to a specific word. And notice the last words in verse number 1, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck. Notice this next phrase, write them upon the table of thine heart. That statement right there, write them upon the table of my heart, speaks of God doing a work and you allowing him to do that work that he desires to do. And as you continue making your way down, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God. And man, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not with thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Verse number 6 is one of the most influential verses in my life personally. Oftentimes we go to verse number 5 and we can quote verse number 5 and usually we'll quote them together, verse 5 and 6. But verse number 6 is so influential in my life because it it has to take place before verse 5 can truly take place. It's an amazing thing. You see, in verse number 6 he says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. And truth of the matter is, many of us are trying to trust in the Lord, and we're saying, Lord, I'm just going to trust you, but it's just a statement that's coming out of your mouth. You've not truly acknowledged him. You're acknowledging that you are uttering those words, but whenever you make that statement, it's going there, and you're not paying attention to him at all. And as you think about this statement right here, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths, it was an amazing thing to watch our young people this week as they were listening to the preaching of God's word, and I was sitting there. And I had the two girls that were in front of me, and I had Landon and Luke and, and, uh, and um, Josiah on the far right. And I was looking at those young men and those two girls in front, and they were taking notes. And I, can I share with you real quick? I love seeing young people take notes. But I love seeing young people take notes where they're actually getting it. I was looking at those notes, and, and, and some of them notes were better than mine. I said, man, I didn't hear that. I didn't catch that. Where was that? And I was looking at those young, those young people, and I was, I was watching them, and they were so in, in tune. They were, they were taking notes, and they were listening. There came a time 
every single one of the times that the invitation was given, where they were given an opportunity to acknowledge Him. What a refreshing thing it is when you get alone with the Lord and with a group of young people and for an entire week you set aside the distractions and your only focus is to watch God work. I'll tell you what, there's just something special about it. You say, well, I want to see God work in my own life. Well, then can I draw your attention one more time to verse number 6. The Bible says, in all thy ways acknowledge Him. The first thing that I want you to notice this morning is in verse number 6, and we'll be quick this morning. As you notice this statement right here, in all thy ways acknowledging Him, acknowledging Him is something that goes beyond just attending a church service on a Sunday morning. Matter of fact, it goes beyond just attending a church service on a Sunday evening or a Wednesday evening or sitting in on a special service. No, it goes beyond all of those things. You see, acknowledging Him speaks of a personal relationship and a fellowship that you have often with Him. One of the things that you find in Scripture is that praying without ceasing. You see, that means to be in a constant season of prayer right there. Uh, as you, you go throughout your day, there are many times whenever this week we were going and it was, a, it was a busy schedule. Go, 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 go. And in the midst of all of that, I'd stop for just a second as I was walking and I'd stop in my mind and I'd just spend some time in prayer. Or as, as the schedule was so busy and as we're laying down at night, I'd stop and stop thinking about all of the events that take place and all of what's going to take place. I'd stop for this moment and I'd spend some time in prayer. And one of the young boys had come up to me. One of the messages was given. And after the invitation, as those boys were sitting there and they were saying they wanted to surrender their life to the Lord. And as I was talking to them, I said, so I said, I want to make sure I understand this. You, you, you don't feel that the Lord is calling you necessarily to anything specific right now. You just, you're, just, you're just surrendering your life to the Lord, and you're going to let him guide you and direct you. One of the young boys looked at me, and, and very simply he uttered these words. He said, I just want to, to, to how do you say, I, I just want to make sure that I see all that God wants me to do. You know what that was saying? I want to acknowledge him. I want to make sure I don't miss it. I want to make sure I don't miss out. One of the invitations was given, and one of those young boys had come, and I was dealing with the young boys, and the ladies dealt with the ladies, and Brother Dustin was dealing with Caleb at this time, and I was dealing with a couple of them right there. And the preacher had preached on making sure, and, 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 and he was basically dealing with this, this game of, of tag, freeze tag or capture the flag or something like that. He shared the illustration of how they had a secret code name and all the other team figured out their code name and this team figured out their code and it was chaos and they were just tricking each other. And he gave the story and he began to talk about Christians should be known and understood and, and people should see you and understand and know and just acknowledge, hey, that's a Christian because of the way you're living. He began to talk about playing games and and as he was talking about playing games, he began to talk about the right kind of friends and the right kind of living and all of these many things and your music and what you're watching and what you're saying and all of the many things. And one of the boys raised their hand and as a 8 to 12 year old young boy raises their hand, they say, I want to make sure that I listen to the right kind of music. That's an encouraging thing. I mean, listen, we usually give children a pass, don't we? We like to get, oh, they're just kids. They, they ain't going to listen to the rest of their life. But no, he, he understood what the preacher was saying, and he understood what the Bible was saying, and he said, no, I need to make sure I'm listening to the right thing. Another one 
So I was dealing with him, says, hey, I want you to pray for me. I want the Lord to, to show me the right kind of friends that I need to hang around. And each of these young children, as they were at teen, or junior camp, were saying this, I want to acknowledge him. You say, no, they didn't utter those words. No, they showed it with their actions. Acknowledge him. Notice with me as you move up to verse number 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. It's an amazing thing as you begin to look at Scripture and you begin to understand that as you acknowledge Him, it's much easier to trust in Him. Was I, whenever I remember growing up as a kid, I never really had many fears. The only thing I'm afraid of is, is uh, black widows and snakes. I can handle any other type of animal. If a dog's running at me, I can, I can handle a dog running at me. Uh, I, can ha- I don't have very many fears. I'll go skydiving if you want me to go skydiving with you. Uh, I'll fly in a, I don't have very many fears, but I just don't like black widows and I don't like snakes. And uh, Jackson loves snakes. So we're not going to have father, bo- father-son bonding time, I'll tell you that. But he was at uh, his Uncle Zach's, and uh, I'll tell you what, we were there for just a few moments. And uh, we were dropping them off, and we were seeing the house, and or no, we were visiting with them for a few moments, and we were seeing the house, and the kids had gone all the way down to the bottom where there's a creek. And they were down there at the creek, and so we didn't see them, and so we were like, well, we better go. And uh, the entire time that I was walking to the woods, I was doing this right here. I'm not playing with snakes. Just don't play with snakes. Jackson comes back up. We saw a snake. He's like, all right, peace. I'm gone. I don't do snakes. You're on your own, son. I said to keep up. But as I think about this statement right here in verse number five, lean not unto thine own understanding. As I was thinking about this past week, you know, there were a lot of things that funneled through my mind, and I said, you know, Lord, it would probably be a good idea if you did this. Lord, it'd probably be good if you, if you know, if if you had the preacher preach on this, and Lord, it'd probably be good if you had the, the 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 staff do this. And it wasn't until about Tuesday after the, uh, the staff meeting, they had a staff meeting every single day, that God said, how about you quit telling me what I need to do? How about you just, how about you just trust in me and let me continue doing what I've already started to do? He began to remind me of what God has already done this year in our church. What God did at teen camp. What God has done in some of our special services. And as I was sitting there, I was reminded, hey, quit telling God what you think he needs to do and just say, Lord, have thine own way. Lord, help me to quit resting in my own understanding what I think ought to be done. Lord, help me to acknowledge you because when I acknowledge you, it's much easier to trust me. As a kid, getting back to this story, as a kid, I remember there were times whenever I was a, a very shy kid growing up. I was not outspoken. I'm, I'm still not necessarily like a, a loud person or an outgoing person necessarily. I've had to come out of that. And um, as a kid, there were times whenever I would be with my parents, and one of the things that I would always, it, it was like a safe space if I was with my parents. And one of the things that I grew up understanding was my parents would, would use that statement just now that, that I'm using, just trust me. You ever say that to your kids? And uh, just trust me, just trust me. And my parents would always say that. And uh, I would never want to, because I wasn't acknowledging them, I was acknowledging what they were wanting me to do. Until I understood, and as I began to grow, I understood, hey, the one who's telling me to trust them is someone I can trust. 
Can I share with you this morning, the one that's telling you to trust them is someone you can trust with all of your life. With every step, every detail, every, every moment of your life. And as you come to these words that are found in Proverbs chapter number 3, and as we don't necessarily have an outline this morning, I'm just sharing some things with you. I want you to understand the first four words that are found in chapter number 3. My son, forget not. It's easy to forget. It's easy to forget what God is doing, and it's easy to forget what God has already done, and it's easy to forget that God is going to continue to do all of these things as we acknowledge Him, as we trust in Him. As you look at these words that are found right here one more time at the very end of verse number 6, and He shall direct thy paths. Can I share with you that what God did in our young people's lives this past week is even greater than I thought? You know, I just had a couple of things that I wanted the Lord to do. But God did even further than that. Now, I was concerned. I was thinking, our young people, you know, if, if they want to start calling their parents, then, you know, we'll, we'll let them call their parents, but let's try to avoid it. And them kids were having such a good time. They didn't even, hey, you want to call your mom? Who? Yeah. You want to call dad? Who? You know, they, they didn't even think about them. They were just so plugged in. I was reminded this week, and I'll close with this. I was reminded this week, sometimes you don't know the destination. But just keep, just keep sprinting. He's worthy. And as you think about all that God has for you, I don't know what, what season of life you're in right this very moment, but I do know one thing. You can acknowledge Him this morning, and you can trust in Him. He's already got the path that's, that He wants to direct you on. It's just a matter of you saying, Lord, I want to acknowledge it, and Lord, I want to walk on it. And as you think about the testimonies of these young people, and as you think about what God has done in their hearts and their lives, and I'm telling you what, when a... I'm going to have to be careful. When a 12-year-old boy is sitting there with tears in his eyes, I walk up to him after I just dealt with him and say, What's wrong? And he looks at me, he says, this is the first decision I've ever made for the Lord. Amen. With the tears in his eyes, he just uttered the words, I want to surrender my life to the Lord. And then another one, as I, Landon, I guess, had called his mother and he was so choked up, he couldn't hardly utter the words that he had just surrendered his life to the Lord. Before they had gotten to camp, all they wanted to do was play, 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 play. And after they were leaving camp, as you asked them, hey, what's something that, that you enjoyed the most? Many of them, if not all of them, said something along the lines of BBT time. And that's not an activity. You know what that is? That's Bible training. It's Bible training. You say, did you, did you enjoy the Gaga pit the most? No, I enjoyed the Bible training time. Hold up. So you mean to tell me that the putt-putt the, the, the you didn't enjoy? The, no, I enjoyed getting together with my team and learning, learning the verses and learning the Bible. That's what it's all about. You see, all of the other stuff, is the extracurricular stuff is wonderful and it aids and it helps and it brings out so many joyful things in camp. But the decisions is what it's all about. And these young people have made some specific decisions, and I'm thrilled to watch what God is going to do, and I'm tempted to say, all right, Lord, I think this is... No, you just, you just do it, Lord. Lord, you know what's best for their life. Lord, I really think that you should probably... You know what, Lord, you did it this week. I'll just continue letting you do it. Lord, help me to acknowledge you and trust in you. 
And that's the temptation every single day of our lives for us to be tempted to say, Lord, I think it would be really... You know what, Lord, just help me to trust in you. Help me to acknowledge you and allow you to work and watch you do a great and mighty work. And can I share with you, as you find in Scripture, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. You're only going to see those great and mighty things if you acknowledge him and call unto him. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Lord, we do thank you. Lord, I thank you for our church. Thank you for these young people. Lord, I thank you for how you've worked in their hearts and their lives. Lord, I pray that you would just be with them. Lord, they have come home stirred and on fire for you. Lord, may it spill into the families, into the homes. Lord, may you do a work that you desire to do. Lord, I pray that you be with our church family. Lord, many that are out this morning, I pray that you keep them safe. Lord, an overwhelming theme of, Lord, our summer is, Lord, just how grateful we are for what you're doing. Lord, as we've taken the theme, looking unto Jesus, I pray that's exactly what we would do. Lord, we thank you for how you've pointed us to you, drawn us to you. Lord, I pray that you'd help us now. Help us to acknowledge you and trust in you, Lord. It's hard. Temptation is to try to figure it out on our own. Lord, you've brought us this far. So help us to trust you the rest of the way. I pray that you'd guide us and direct us. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.